Hello and welcome to The Pulse. In today's show, a rare and open fight for press freedom in mainland China spreads from Guangzhou to Beijing. And legislators vote down a motion asking the government to support Hong Kong's judicial independence. First though, history was made in the Legislative Council chamber this week with the first ever motion to impeach a chief executive. Pro-democratic legislators say that Lern Chung-ying gave a false statement before LegCo in July when he said he had never concealed any possible contraventions of the law regarding illegal building works. Four months later, he admitted he had sealed off an unauthorized basement with a brick wall. On Wednesday, legal functional constituency legislator Dennis Kwok joined with another 26 pro-democracy legislators in initiating a motion under Article 73.9 of the Basic Law. It had been moved by Leung Guok Hong. Having helped Leung Guok Hong write the motion, Mr. Kwok said he needed to explain to the public why they should impeach Chief Executive Leung Zhanying. The most important charge that we are making against the CE is that when he came to LegCo in July last year, he knowingly misled or lied to uh, the parliament, or LegCo, here in Hong Kong, uh, regarding the uh, affairs over his illegal structure. For a minister, or uh, the chief executive in this case, to knowingly lie to parliament, or LegCo, uh, this is a serious uh, breach of his constitutional duty and it should be an impeachable offence. And we want to uh, lay the marker for the president of this uh, uh, of, uh, conduct of this kind. Binmobi 一個經常在外面做事的男人如果梁振英現在做了我們香港的樹的舵手
While impeaching a chief executive is theoretically possible, it's practically extremely difficult. Several steps have to be followed. First, at least a quarter of all legislators should jointly initiate the motion. Only if half of the total members from the functional constituencies and half of the total members from the geographical constituencies pass it will an independent investigation committee be formed. If the committee considers the evidence sufficient to substantiate such charges, the council can then pass a motion of impeachment by a two-thirds majority of all its members and report it to the Central People's Government for a final decision. In practice, this week's motion had infinitesimal chances of going further. Pro-government legislators had already stated that they wouldn't support the motion and the pro-democracy camp knew it would fall at the first hurdle. But they still saw a very clear need for it. I think it is quite important to put down the marker to tell the Hong Kong people uh, what kind of conduct we expect from the chief executive and his ministers. It will be the beginning of the campaign outside the chamber because a person like C.Y. Leung who had already uh, lose his integrity and cover lies with lies should not be the CEO of Hong Kong. Outside the chamber, the spokesman for the defense of Hong Kong freedom, James Hon, had called on those supporting the motion to go to Civic Square outside central government office during the discussion. Today we are here to uh, gather people's voice and to ask uh, CY Leung to step down. Because after the January the 1st rally, CY Leung so far has not responded to the people's voice and their requests. And so we have to persist in asking him to step down. And so if Hong Kong people feel so strongly about uh, CY Leung's incompetence and his in, uh, lack of integrity, I believe the Chinese leaders should be smart enough to uh, allocate uh, or to assign another person to rule Hong Kong. On the other side, several dozen individuals from Voice of Loving Hong Kong 
gathered outside LegCo to support the chief executive. The whole affair also highlights the fact that uh, uh, since uh, early this year, after the announcement of CY uh, uh, to, be, to, be, uh, to become our chief executive, uh, the Hong Kong community has been polarized in the sense that uh, uh, more and more middle class and the younger generation, they are against CY, whereas the older generation and the less edu educated people are uh, pro-CY, okay. After eight hours of discussion, the impeachment motion was voted down. Eighteen members, more than half of those representing the geographical constituency, voted yes. But more than half of the total members of the functional constituencies, 23, voted no. I think uh, the failure of the impeachment cannot cover up the fact that uh, a sizable amount of Hong Kong's um, strategic elites, as well as younger generation, they're extremely uh, disillusioned with CY and our current government, and also even with Beijing. So I, I think uh, uh, if CY does not have a turnaround in his performance, in particular in improving the livelihood and and rectifying some so-called structural contradictions. I, I guess the, the groundswell of rejection of CY will only escalate with time, okay? We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. A rare discussion on press freedom has erupted in mainland China in recent days. Searches for the Chinese characters for Southern Weekly, the paper at the center of the controversy, are currently blocked on the internet on the mainland. The controversy began when the propaganda chief of Guangdong province blocked an editorial advocating reform and replaced it with another, stating that incoming president Xi Jinping was the key for China to realize all its dreams. On Thursday, police arrested supporters of Nanfang Zhou or Southern Weekly, outside its office in Guangzhou. <laughs> Celebrities who'd supported the paper have also been euphemistically asked for tea by the authorities. They've all been making a stand for press freedom. According to Hong Kong Cable TV News, police didn't arrest pro-government protesters at the scene. The authorities just asked them to leave. The protest had been ongoing since Monday, when around a thousand demonstrators had gathered outside the paper's office, protesting against censorship from the local propaganda department. An editorial in the original New Year edition of Southern Weekly had called for the government to enshrine civil rights already guaranteed in the country's constitution and demanded press reform. It was rewritten as an editorial praising the Communist Party. Journalists wrote open letters in protest and asked for the firing of Guangdong's chief of propaganda, Tuo Zhen. 
Netizens also initiated a one-man-one-photo campaign to support Southern Weekly. Later in the week, another newspaper, the Beijing News, became involved. It had been told to publish an editorial from the Global Times criticizing Southern Weekly's New Year editorial and the protests. The paper's publisher, Dai Ji Geng, refused to do so. The shouting match between the Southern Weekly supporters and pro-government demonstrators became aggressive, with some comments reserved for Hong Kong journalists at the scene. On Monday, Kamal Bukhari spoke at the Foreign Correspondents Club on rule of law in Hong Kong. Mr. Vakari has served as one of the four permanent judges in the Court of Final Appeal since 1997, but was told to step down a day before his 65th birthday. His speech once again drew attention to perceived threats to the rule of law in Hong Kong, as did a motion introduced in the LegCo chamber this week. It seems unlikely that the Court of Final Appeal will accept the government's request refer the issue of who has the right of vote in Hong Kong to Beijing. The government says 
the court should ask the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress for clarification of its previous interpretation. Secretary for Justice Rimsky Yun refuses to rule out the possibility that the government will approach the MPCSC directly. The idea outrages many in the legal profession who believe there's no need for such a request and its real aim is to reduce judicial independence. And when it came to the reinterpretation, I said that at least it shows that it was a straight game. Nobody can pick up the phone and tell the judges what to do. If you want to undo what we did, you have to do it openly. Now that's the way it was. I believe that is the way it is. And I believe that it will continue that way. Last year, Justice Bokhari speculated that it may have been due to his liberal views that he has not been reappointed after 15 years of service as one of the permanent judges in the Court of Final Appeal. He also warned a storm of unprecedented ferocity was brewing over the rule of law in the city. If Beijing is asked to give an interpretation, it will not only put an end to domestic helpers' fight for permanent residency, it could also overturn the court ruling 11 years ago confirming the right of birth for babies born to mainland parents in Hong Kong. Within the legal sector, some worry that there is a deliberate war of attrition being waged against Hong Kong's judicial independence. 就律政司都不肯就這方面作出承諾
講翻幾堂書咧，或者教授們又喺嗰度講翻幾堂書咧，即係進行呢種嘅抗爭咧。因為我唔希望呢樣事會發生，我都希望特區政府同埋中央見到，即、就、係、是、我哋對於法治嗰個重視嘅程度。打官司嘅立場嘅身份。Legal representative legislator Dennis Cook moved a motion on safeguarding the rule of law and judicial independence in the Legislative Council. Having no support from pro-establishment parties, including the DAB and the FTU, it was inevitably defeated. We'll see you at the same time next week. Goodbye. Do you hear the people sing, singing the songs of angry men? Is it the music of the people who will not be slaves again? When the beating of your hearts echoes the beating of the drums, there's a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you give or you can give? So let our band of vagabonds, some will fall and some will live. Will you stand up and take your chance? The front of the marches we want at the mails of bars. Do you hear the people sing, singing the songs of angry men? It is the music of the people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there's a life about you, so when tomorrow comes, there's a life about you, so when tomorrow comes.